This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 617. How do you put intimacy into an intimate relationship? By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Optimal Relationships Daily, where I read some of the web's best relationship content to you, with author permission, of course. I am your host, Greg Audino. Today's episode is all about intimacy and how it aligns with happiness. Plus, it is Q&A style, which is my personal favorite. So let's give it a listen and start optimizing your life. How do you put intimacy into an intimate relationship? By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Quote, I followed your advice, dated a guy I normally wouldn't have considered, let it slide when there wasn't any chemistry, let him pick up the check, waited over a month to have and stayed in the easy relationship where we never fight. Now I have a boyfriend. So, I should be happy, right? Unfortunately, my relationships with my co-workers are still more gratifying than the relationship with my boyfriend. At work, we're the same age, same station in life, and after sharing the same workspace for 14 years, there has been a lot of oversharing on Margarita Wednesdays. I assumed the lack of intimacy with my boyfriend traced its roots to the comparatively short time we'd been together, or because I was used to conversing with girlfriends. After all, you frequently point out that our girlfriends are not our boyfriends. This summer, a new project had me in the archives for two hours every day. After three weeks, the archivist followed me on Twitter, and I followed him back. I've been with my boyfriend for nearly two years, and he still hasn't followed me on Twitter. At the museum's ice cream social, the archivist eagerly introduces me to his wife and kids. My boyfriend declined to attend. The archivist and I can comfortably discuss many things, whether antiquity should be repatriated, what to do with Confederate monuments, etc. Now, my relationship with the archivist is just as satisfying as my relationships with the girls upstairs. I tried discussing my feelings with my boyfriend, but he insists everything is great and pointed out that we don't fight. We also haven't had since April, and before that we were down to once a month. We have 15-minute phone conversations most nights. He usually texts once or twice in the morning, so he's doing boyfriend things. I just don't understand how I was able to develop a relationship so quickly with someone at work, but have yet to develop any feelings of intimacy after two years of dating. How do you put intimacy into an intimate relationship? Bunny. End quote. Dear Bunny, First, let's start by decoupling my advice from your perception of my advice. Quote, I followed your advice, dated a guy I normally wouldn't have considered, let it slide when there wasn't any chemistry, let him pick up the check, waited over a month to have and stayed in the relationship where we never fight. Now I have a boyfriend, so I should be happy, right? 
end quote. Yes, I think it's good to have a man court you, call, plan, pay, and earn the right to become your truly exclusive boyfriend, and look, you got a boyfriend. However, to be crystal clear, I have never, ever, ever said to let it slide if there wasn't any chemistry. I said a good relationship often has a 7 in chemistry and a 10 in compatibility. Just don't hold out for a 10 in both. Similarly, while I believe good relationships should be easy, that doesn't mean one should be in an easy relationship that doesn't make you happy, which is what your relationship sounds like to me. In other words, you seem to be caught in the logical weeds of what I teach and love you. Maybe it's because you've just read intermittent blog posts instead of taking the course, but I am sincerely sorry that you feel I've led you down the wrong path. Please allow me to lead you back. You and your boyfriend are not a good fit, period. Not because he doesn't follow you on Twitter, my wife doesn't follow me on Twitter. Not because he didn't want to attend your ice cream social, not everyone's an extrovert. Not because he thinks your relationship is great, it's good to have a satisfied boyfriend. Not even because your life is dwindled. Although it is problematic, it can theoretically be improved with mutual commitment. The reason to exit your relationship swiftly is because it does not make you happy. Your boyfriend may be a good person, but he has shown no sign of communicating at a level that satisfies you. Instead of worrying about assigning blame to him for being content with 15 minutes of connection per day, or me for telling you to give different guys a shot, how about you listen to your heart and stop this charade after two years? It's not your job to put intimacy into an intimate relationship, although there are things that can be done with the right kind of guy. It's your job to find a guy who organically does the things that your co-workers do. You shouldn't have to settle for less. You just listened to the post titled, How Do You Put Intimacy Into an Intimate Relationship? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Thanks to Evan for letting us narrate this episode on friendship, connection, and chemistry. What I love that Evan did here was that he wrapped his answer up by encouraging Bunny to take responsibility for the role she was playing in her unhappy relationship. It is so easy to feel victimized by anything, really, from a relationship to life's daily nuisances. And though we can only change these things outside of ourselves so much, we can always take responsibility for our own actions even if we've seemingly done nothing at all wrong, and dig deeper to assess how altering our patterns can change the way we're treated, see the treatment differently, or make changes if necessary. And with that, we will go ahead and sign off. Thanks for joining me today, and I will see you again tomorrow with a post on renegotiating relationships where your optimal life awaits.